0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now. Onto the show.
1: Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And tonight we are going to talk about one of our favorite topics. And that is nighttime spectaculars at the Walt Disney World. Because more, Doug, you can't really do four nights at the park and hit all the nighttime things. All the no. parks have something... And you have to be really strategic both with your time and where you go just to ensure that you see everything. So tonight we're going to review all of them, kind of give our best and worst, things we like, dislike, and some strategies about how to make sure that you get to them all. Sound pretty good? Sounds like
1: a lot to tackle, Derek. I may need a a churro when it's all said and done.
0: Sounds good to me. We we can definitely, but this isn't a live episode. We can't get a churro oh, or a dole whip or anything. Uh, I, I think the best way to start off your night before any nighttime spectacular is you got to get a snack because you're going to want to get in line early or get a spot early.
1: Well, what we tend to do is we get our spot and then we send one person after the snacks.
0: Yes, we and do that we as snack well. Snack in
1: our spot. Yep. yep. Snack in your spot. You got to be there early. That goes without saying with all of them. And, uh, You know, a nice Mickey pretzel goes, does wonders while you're waiting. It does. Okay. All right. I turn everything to food. Let's move on.
0: It's good. Well, let's start with one of the newest nighttime spectaculars over at the Animal Kingdom. It's getting a lot of feedback, both good and bad. But what do we got over there?
1: We have Rivers of Light in the Rivers of Light Theater. Um, Yeah, that's it. There you go. Rivers of Light. There's also the Tree of Life awakening
0: yes which, which i think i like that more than i like rivers of light the tree of
1: life awakening happens several times throughout the night you always have to check the times guide uh, for the whole episode check your times guide the week you go we don't know what time these are don't ask us what time they are um, we can't tell you what time they are because it varies throughout the year it varies throughout the week so always check your time guide there the psa for the whole episode so tree of life awakenings happens several times Um, You just kind of stand in front of the Tree of Life, and they opened up that plaza, a lot of good viewing, and they do light projections onto the Tree of Life. There's animals running around, and there's several different ones, so you can watch it more than one time and get a slightly different show. There's no fireworks, there's no explosions, there's no fireballs, but there's lights on a tree. that sum it up?
0: Yeah, and it was pretty good. I actually enjoyed it. There's a lot of people there, a lot of good little photo ops. Uh, it's a nice little, you know, when you're walking from Avatar, Pandora, you know, you go there at night and then you can see the tree of life and then you make your way to the rivers of light theater.
1: Yeah. We just caught like what? 10 minutes of it. We we're just walking. We just yep. stopped and stood not in the path. Don't be that person. But we got out of the way, stood and I mean, it's really easy to see cause it's up on the tree of life. So you don't have to camp out for a spot. You just kind of grab a spot a minute before mm-hmm. if you're really proactive. We got there a little late. We just kind of caught it by accident. And uh, then we moseyed on over to Rivers of Light. So let's do that, Rick. Let's mosey on over to Rivers of Light. What's your impressions of the show before we get into the how to see it part?
0: Uh, it was like the B-minus version of California Adventure in just uh, – Felt like the not the best Imagineers were working on it. They, I feel like it has a lot of potential, and I've already heard rumors, we talked about rumors earlier, that they are going to tweak it and kind of redo it. They've understood a lot of the complaints, but it just it's one of those one and done. I've, I, you know, I only caught half the show, and, and I'm good. Uh, I might see it with my kids, but I don't have any desire to really go back and check it out again, unlike some of the other uh, nighttime shows that we're going to be talking about later in the episode.
1: Yeah, it was something that before we were back to the bus after watching it, uh, we got a fast pass. We sat there for an hour waiting for it and sat through the show. And before we even back to the bus, Samantha and Alden walking, in, they were actually talking together about how, how they would improve the show. You know, they're talking about why didn't they use any music from, like, The Jungle Book, or why didn't they use any music from any movie that involves animals, um, you know, the Imagineers, I think, tried really hard to do something a little outside the box, not from an IP. But then you have a nine and eleven-year-old breaking it down, like, "Well, that was silly. Why didn't they use any IP type stuff?" Grant, they didn't say IP, but you know, it just you have a wealth of music between the Animal or Lion King and Jungle Book, and there's countless others. Just it needs to be infused with a little bit of Disney. Right now, there's no Disney. Mm -hmm. It is a neat show, water spraying, lights projecting, things glow, float around, but there's no Disney. There's nothing about it that says Disney, and you know what, when you're at a Disney theme park, you kind of want Disney. Epcot went through that growing pains when it opened, and it took them a while to realize, oh yes, people do want to see a giant mouse at this theme park, and so they need to come to that conclusion on Mm -hmm. Rivers Light. So, now that we've said our piece about it, how do we go about watching it?
0: Well, thankfully there are two shows.
1: And, that helps and you a lot. still
0: and you need a fast pass. Or I mean, like us, if you want to kind of see the side view, there is standing room only.
1: Yeah, the you, standing room only you, is you not, will I, get
0: wet for the record, I found oh, out.
1: We, we got very wet. Um but the first show definitely uh, fast pass or the dining package. You can get dining package, but you guaranteed your seat. Stand room only is very limited. The seats inside the theater are far superior than standing behind a fence, looking over from the side. I will say that it was much more enjoyable. However, it's just a bench. There's no back to that bench. Just a bench, and we sat there for an hour waiting for it to start. So that was fun. Um, we used a fast pass. I don't know that I'd spend the money on. A dining package for it unless you really don't want to use a fast pass if you go to the second show you can sneak in and find some seats standing room only a lot easier than the first show the first show is going to be much more difficult so second show can be way less crowded that's a general rule for
0: everything kids don't like to stay up late
1: no parents don't like to deal with kids staying up late very it's true feelings. yeah that's the truth should we leave the animal yeah. kingdom alone now? Put a fork in it.
0: But well, we should. But Animal Kingdom is now a full day's park. So if you are there and and it's at the end, you know we we do recommend maybe checking out one time before it becomes Rivers of Light two, the sequel.
1: Yeah, Rivers of Light on Pandora maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could do so many other things, and I'm sure we'll see something eventually. But right now is playing to a pack house. No reason yep. to change it. Until that theater's not full, there's really no reason to invest time and money into changing it. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't change it right now if I was them either.
0: Nope, I I agree. So let's move uh, around to the next part, to the longest-running nighttime spectacular, and that's over at Epcot with Illuminations, which debuted all the way back in October of 1999. That was even before my kids were born, or, you know we were married, that's been around for almost twenty years, Doug. So yeah. I know you. I know you've cool. seen it. I've a seen few it. Times everyone's seen it.
1: Uh, you know, it's uh, graduating from high school this year. Let's yay illuminations! It gets a captain gown. Um, it will move on to bigger and better things. You know, they've tweaked it over the years. Um, illuminations is a neat show. It's unique. It celebrates the different countries around the world. Showcase. Um, you got that big globe in the middle that they lights up and Mm -hmm, opens up mm and it's a mixture of lights and pyro and music and lasers and they upgraded the lasers in 2014 so they're spectacular if anybody really likes lasers who doesn't like lasers i don't know cats seem to not like laser pointers but uh or maybe they love them i don't Mm -hmm. know but uh yeah so it's a there's a lot going on in the show a lot of places to view it from a little different experience from different parts around the world showcase so it is rewatchable in that way um overall we we usually see it most trips every other trip yeah maybe not even every other trip we watch it maybe once a year how about that that's kind of where it falls on our to-do list
0: it's still a great show i still enjoy it uh, it's old, I could see them, you know i the rumor is Epcot's getting a big overhaul, and that will be one of the things that will go you know here in, in a couple of years, but it's still worth seeing, especially if you've never seen it before. It's phenomenal. I love the pyro, yeah. I love the fireworks uh yeah, if you've never seen it, it's great. if you've seen it a dozen times, well, it hasn't really changed, so it's kind of up to your own call, but it's still fun and and you know what I'm excited that my kids will you know they'll still love it and and kids still do love it.
1: Yeah, so we're at the point because we've seen it a lot where we will get in line for Test Track or Soarin', and it is kind of cool to be riding Test Track when Pyro's going off not too far away. So we have done that instead of watching it, but it is still something we'll watch once a year. As far as getting a spot for it, um, you know, there's lots of options. You want to make sure that the wind is not going to blow the smoke into your face. That is one thing you need to find your spot, lick your finger, stick it up in the air make sure the breeze is not heading your way because the smoke from the fireworks and the big balls of fire on the water will come get you. So that's one important tip is you don't want to be directly downwind from the show. So that eliminates like a quarter of world showcase. So you need to figure the wind out first, then find your spot. Um, It's kind of funny. I asked Alden, I was driving him over to a friend's house. So we're talking about this tonight. Like, nighttime shows what's one tip i should give from a 9 year old boy oh get to illuminations early dad that's what you need to say and i don't know that he's right so don't listen to 9 year old boys there's lots of room if you want to be right on the rail you got to get there a little earlier but uh lots of places
0: we actually got a fourth or fifth fast pass can't remember which mm-hmm. to illuminations uh but we also go you know in february when there isn't a lot of attract or a lot of people it's not festival season and so yeah. when, when you're when you're in a non-festival time, you can sneak in that extra fast pass to illuminations and we got a a great it actually borderline kind of confused me how great of a spot we got because no one's here uh even yeah. 20 minutes before the show. So uh, it it's it's all about when you go with
1: Yeah, festival season makes it really difficult, especially like on the weekends
0: months out of the year anymore six Yeah.
1: Because you add all the booths, so that eats up a lot of space, and you're adding more people. So really look at the time of year you're going, the day of week you're going. Sometimes you might – maybe Alden's right. He's just a food and whiner. I don't know. And uh, you got to camp hope, out I hope he's not a wine our, guy yet. Yeah, I, I mean, hope not. Give, but, you know, give you him know.
0: 10 years or so.
1: Um, So he uh, – you know camp out a little earlier during those festival seasons but like when we were there in june i think we could have found a spot 20 minutes before been perfectly happy with our view and not had it been too crazy but uh yeah in october good luck it's gonna be rough find a good spot for illuminations the other thing they do with illuminations is they'll add on a tag like fourth of july and new year's and holidays they add on like a couple minutes at the end so it's the regular illuminations and then more explosions, fancy stuff, Christmas time, um Happy 4th of July and Happy New Year. And so for those events that is busier, it is a bigger deal and it is cooler. So the stuff that they've added is newer and you can kind of tell like hey, there was 10 minutes of old show and then poof, new show. Um Going forward, Derek, I've heard some neat rumors about where Illuminations could be in the next two years because I think it's on the docket. In about two years, we'll see a new version. Mm -hmm. Any guesses as to what you think they're going to add?
0: You know, with Epcot becoming more IP kind of thing uh, a lot of intellectual properties i could see him adding a little bit more of that uh seeing what tokyo sea has done i could see them adding more water effects as well but uh haven't really heard any specifics what do you know
1: so i think we saw last christmas a test of a drone show oh i F-Pot. see oh, is the park that makes the most sense for the drone show because they have an excellent access point where they do not fly over guests. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they can put the bridge up, fly over the, the waterway, perform over the water because they can't perform over people. And then they can get back out to their landing area. That's the right amount of way At Epcot just physically is set up the best for the drones. So I think you're going to see a lot of pyro and drones in epcot's future so that's where i think it's going um i don't know if it's going to be ip or countries that's hard to say Mm -hmm. um that it could be both it could be a mix but i bet you we see drones in epcot in the next rendition of illuminations
0: oh i'm excited as someone who has a drone I, i would love to see that
1: yeah i think it's coming i think it's coming
0: all right anything else with epcot before we move on
1: um you know um one thing is didn't really talk about a animal kingdom because it doesn't exist. Epcot has some dessert party options. They're really good locations to watch from. So you get what you pay for with the desserts. You're not just paying for dessert. You're paying for location. You're paying for stress free or so during those festival seasons, it's a better deal when it's busier, um, doing the dessert parties. They also do cruises out on the lake where you're watching it from the lake. So you're in the show. um, so that would be uh, one thing Epcot does a little differently is it has those cruises. Nothing would be an Illuminations cruise um, at Epcot. That's for sure.
0: Ooh, sounds like that might have to be the next rope drop radio.
1: I think that's stuff. the thing we spring for. I next like it. Time. Sounds yeah. good to me.
0: All right. All, all right. Moving on to uh, one of my favorites and that is over at Hollywood studios. They're kind of up to about 2.5 nighttime shows. And, uh, yeah. you, now it's at a point where you can't do them all in one shot. So you have to go wow. multiple times, which we've had to do to be able to see, to me, two of the best shows at the park. So, uh, where, where do you want to start with the studios, the old one or the newer one? Let's go old school first. All right. Well, that is fantastic. Still, uh, one of my favorite shows opened in 1998, October of 1998. Great show. Uh, it's definitely aged, and and you can tell that. And there's a lot of rumors that it's going to be getting the you know change up. You know, some new IPs. Po- Pocahontas is the main you know property yeah. in that show, and it's kind of dated itself. But I still love it, and my kids still love it. And I know we're gonna make sure that we get there. And uh, February when we go. But Mickey saving the day, defeating a dragon. Uh, it's an expensive show for Disney to operate. Yeah. Yeah, a lot uh, of characters. A lot of characters, a lot of people. $75,000 a pop uh, is what I've heard it costs. So, uh, you know, it's great, though. If you've never seen it, I love Fantasmic.
1: Yeah, it, it is a great show, um, really enjoyable. I like the stadium-style seating the best. Yep. Um, you it, get great views. It's
0: what Animal Kingdom should have for a stadium.
1: Yeah, That's a massive theater. It's just massive, which makes it so much less stressful mm-hmm. um you get your seats there's a concession stand right there so you can go and get it with no problems yep. um you know get your popcorn get your snacks we usually stop at sweet spells and uh get our dessert and take it down there with us eat it while we're waiting and they have people come out do a little pre-show they entertain you you know have one side of the theater y'all something another side yell it's kind of it's just silly But it does distract you from sitting there for 45 minutes to 60 minutes. Um, They do dining packages, which are very popular. Guarantees Mm -hmm. you a seat um, without having to stand around. I think now with Star Wars, though, um, with other nighttime options, I don't think people are getting turned away from getting into Fantasmic. No. Um, I don't think that's as big an issue. I'm sure it can happen certain nights.
0: And you can still get Fast Passes. Uh, we got a fourth or fifth fast pass to that one as well. Uh, not this last trip, but the trip before, which was great. Uh, yeah.
1: Last time we saw it, we used a fast pass and we got in there like, we literally, we did not need it at all. Mm -hmm. But, um, I guess we could have shown up later with our fast pass and been okay, but we're overly punctual. So we had our, we had all our chocolate and candy and caramel apples from sweet spells. So we were set. It didn't matter what time we got there um i just i like the stadium i like the seating the show it's okay i i'm not i'm not gonna live or die by if my trip is good if i saw it or not but um definitely like to see it it's it is disney at its finest
0: it is and that it's all earworms so that music will be stuck in your head the rest of the trip yeah
1: it is maybe wear some earplugs if you're really worried about
0: that well they are currently remodeling the disneyland version of phantasmic and and i've heard rumors uh, about uh pretty quick with uh, all the stuff happening at the studios you could see it get flipped in the next few years Good. so it'll be really interesting to see what kind of ips or characters you know i'm sure they're going to keep the dragon and mickey but probably a lot less pocahontas Maybe a few less characters on the boats. I'm guessing, uh, try to save some money. But yeah. it'll be really neat to see what they decide to do. It needs
1: in a couple years. They need to give people a reason to go, and a new reason to go to get the experienced visitors back in there. Mm-hmm. Because when Star Wars lands opens, they're going to need a place to sit twenty thousand people down. Yep and just get them out of the way of the rest of the park. So I think it will see a little update. I don't think it's going to be major, but something. It's going to get something to give people a reason. Get me back in there. they got to do something, and they probably will. So.
0: And what they need to do, and I'm going to use this as a transition, is not be Star Wars theme. It needs to keep that mm-hmm. Disney theme because the Star Wars Spectacular is amazing, and, and we'll transition to that. Before that happens, you know th- – At the 30 or whatever, 30 minutes before is the newest nighttime show. And we'll just hit on this real quick because you and I were a part of the first group to see it. And that is uh, the movie, you know, Disney movie,
1: Disney movie magic.
0: There you go. It was a
1: half hour before Star Wars started, which is like perfect. Just when you're starting to get antsy. Yep. Right. Because you got half hour till showtime
0: for, for Star Wars. You really do have to get a good spot about an hour before.
1: Yeah, hour hour 15 on a busy day. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to get there quite an hour. We got lined up about 45 before because it was raining and then it stopped. So that helped us not have to line up as early. But I know um, last time we were there with a family, we lined up an hour and 15 before and we did not get the spot we wanted. So get there early. Um, it's worth it because the reason we say you gotta get the spot you want is not one you can watch from a long ways away. You wanna be fairly close because there's a lot of projections on the Chinese theater. Yep. And that's pretty important to see. So you can't be all the way down um, with Hollywood Boulevard and still see it very well, you can make it out, you can still enjoy it, but it's not gonna be the same experience. If you're right there in the hub, you got lasers going above you, you got mm-hmm. blasters. You got sound effects in front of you and behind you. Um, a good chunk of the show has no fireworks. So if you're watching from the back, you're just hearing music and you're not seeing anything. Because we did that one time. Um, this version of the Star Wars show, you need to be closer. The older version that was at the beginning of 2016 into 2015, yep. you could watch from all, like, all the way at the gates to the park. It didn't matter. It was fireworks and Star Wars music, which for me was awesome. It was. It was was,
0: great. It was called A Symphony in the the Stars, A Galactic Spectacular, and that was one of the most magical nights in my whole life. Uh, We were there one of the first few weeks. It opened, and it was, it was just fireworks to music and they didn't affect with a firework, like a death star all yeah. timed out to this day. I still don't understand how it was done. And my favorite part of that whole show was after it finished, there was this awkward, like three second dead quiet pause followed by one of the loudest eruption of cheers I have ever heard in my life.
1: Yeah, it, it was, was good. great. And the great thing about that. So that fireworks show I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's perfect Disney thank yep. you and then a few months later they announced we're gonna close that because we're gonna open some other Star Wars show yep and I was like why why would you do that what are you messing with? Disney why are you gonna screw this up and then they gave us something better yep so I they they had amazing and then they did amazing plus definitely one of my favorites
0: it, it definitely was my favorite for the longest time. We'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, but one thing I really have admired is they added some new footage from Rogue One. So we saw it in February, and then you and I saw it a couple months ago. And uh, it in those few months, they actually were able to add footage. And it was just a couple clips And I really respect that, that they thought of the fans. And so I'm assuming when episode eight comes out, they're going to add a couple clips, hopefully, you know, something to Princess Leia or something uh, Mm -hmm. that just really helps it. They just keep adapting it. They're not really changing the show. They're just, you know, tweaking it it. And that just is Disney saying high five to the fans, you know, just a little wink, a little, you know, we love you. We understand that these new movies are going to come out every year. uh, And we just want to do a little something for you.
1: Yep. I think they've done a great job with it. Another thing with the star Wars show, there is a dessert party. There's no fast pass, Mm -hmm. but there's Mm -hmm. a dessert party. This dessert party is a little different because you actually eat your dessert over in launch bay and you get some character meet and greets. Um, When you do the dessert parties, um, you pay up front, just heads up on that, and it's like 70 bucks for yep. an adult. You, you get. Are you going to eat desserts.
0: $70 worth of cookies? You can sure um, try.
1: I might not make it through the show, but I can try. Uh, you get an uh, alcoholic beverage and other – you get drinks included in that, character meat, and then you move from where you ate over to the actual spot where you want to watch from, and it is the best spot to watch the show from. It's the right angle. So the dessert party people do get that. Uh, It's something that at some point I could see us doing even with the cost. We haven't pulled the trigger yet. Are you
0: saying us as in you and I or you and Michelle? I
1: I don't know what us, but an us that includes me. Okay. You win win no matter what. Whatever us I am part of when I do it, that's the us. Um, So Star Wars is amazing. However, when we went back in November last year, we did not get to see it. So I had not seen it yet, and then they said, nope, no Star Wars, because you get a special firework projection show. So we had to watch Jingle Bell, Jingle Jam, or Bam, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. So that was, they did adapt it to the holidays, we'll see if they do that again this year. Um, But we did the dessert party for that, and it was all Christmas-themed food, and we have a daughter who does not like mint. So there was no dessert she would eat other than a sugar cookie. So there was $40 for a sugar cookie and some water and a spot to watch from for Claire. That's, so that's, that's you know,
0: I, I've been to Disney. I've gotten a sugar cookie before. That's about on par with, with what you're going to spend <laughs> any, any shop there. Uh, in downtown, like grab so.
1: 10 and you're even grab yep. 10 Claire, take them, get them in your pockets, get pocket, lots of pockets. But, uh, yeah so we did the dessert party for Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, which that was outside right in front of the Chinese theater, so it's Thanksgiving time, so it's pit's dark in that area. There's no light, and it was cold. We're wearing jeans and coats, and some people had all hats and gloves, and it, we so wish it, fit it would the have. Theme. yeah, it was miserable um but uh, yep, yeah, so we did that check, check. Keep Star Wars. Just leave Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam at home. But uh, So there's other options. Oh, you know, Derek, we mentioned the pre-show, the Disney movie Magic. We said nothing about it.
0: No, no. We jumped right we
1: just, into Star Wars. It was which, like Star Wars. We could see it. We're like, let's go Star Wars. Yes. I, I
0: actually really enjoyed the pre-show. Uh, yes. I love... I love movies. It had a lot of great IPs. It had a lot of great uh, older films, some Raiders, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. It was fun. What I love most about it is that it kind of killed 10 minutes while waiting for the Star Wars spectacular.
1: I know. When it was over, it was like, well, we barely have time to sit back down. Mm -hmm. Like, it was about go time for Star Wars. And uh, the Disney movie magic was all projection and music. But, yeah, it had Guardians of the Galaxy, which, like, still in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be interesting in six months to see if it has Adapted and changed, yep. Like, if uh, they've added the newest Disney features, because it had Beauty and the Beast, Pirates of the Caribbean, Guardians of the Galaxy were pretty heavy on the live-action portions. And so it'll be interesting to see if they replace all of those with what's next. Um so we'll see if like Cars Cars 3 was not up there at all. So maybe that's a Pixar thing. They didn't do did they have any Pixar Not in that have? show, but they have I the, don't think so. But
0: they also have in the evening the Pixar Symphony, which we talked about a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, in our live and yep. our uh, trip report show, we talked about the Pixar Symphony, which is it was great, maybe 10 minutes too long, but great. I'd go to but, it every trip.
0: But still another uh, evening thing, not a nighttime thing, an evening thing you can do. So the studios uh, has really overdone the nighttime. It really yeah. does take two trips at night to the studios to be able to see everything.
1: And what blows my mind about this, so back when we started going real regular and planning trips and helping other people plan trips, like in 2008, Phantasmic only showed like Every third night or yep, every other Oh, I remember night. that. Yep. So it was just like painful to try to figure out what day should you go to the studios. Because if you went on a day where Fantasmic was showing, the park would triple the number of mm-hmm, people all mm-hmm. day long. Because most people don't hop. So, and if you went on a day that they didn't show it, well, you had to come back to see it. And people were waiting like an hour and a half just to go in to wait for Fantasmic. It was just obscure. just crazy. And so now half the parks closed for construction walls. Now they add all this nighttime entertainment. It just boggles my mind because they could have used it back then, but they clearly did not want it. So yay to the studios. Whoever made that decision, God bless you.
0: I agree. We missed it back in 08 when we went because of that reason. And I was really annoyed because I had seen it a couple of years before, and I'd been wanting to go back. So, nope, I, I agree. Yeah. It's in the studios, and as they grow, uh, there's a lot of rumors, and hopefully, D23 answers a few of them, coming out with some of the IPs that are coming into the studios. It'll be really interesting to see how they adapt and change for all the nighttime stuff that they have. Who knows? They could. It could. You know, we said 2.5. I could see it being 3.5 by the end yeah. of this uh, upgrade.
1: Well, they may consider like just the lights coming on in Star Wars experience mm-hmm. a night show because some people are considering Pandora just the transition to nighttime, watching it come alive with lights and bioluminescence, nighttime entertainment. So, I could see something similar with a lighting package in um, Star Wars. So,
0: all right, all right. Well, let's uh, move on. Right. I know we both said Star Wars was our favorite nighttime spectacular. But that is coming to change as we move over to the Magic Kingdom because Wishes is gone. Happily Ever After is there. It's brand new, taking over, uh, like I said, Wishes, which debuted back in 2003, October of 2003. And there was a lot of people who were really upset that Wishes was going away. And that's this whole show kind of sprung a couple weeks ago when we started talking about it. I mean, people were mad. Wishes yeah. has a lot of cult followers. In fact, I watched it the other day on YouTube just to kind of trigger my brain with what what had left. But uh, happily ever after debuted, and so let's talk about that. What did you think of the newest nighttime spectacular in the Magic Kingdom?
1: Um, get there early and do not miss it. That's I, it. There you Pointed go. Blake, I have Got to watch it. It's it's not uh, up for discussion. You, if you're doing a Disney trip, you need to see it. It is Disney through and through. All the Disney magic rolled into one. Projection, pyro, lasers. Uh, it's got everything um, you could want. Uh, the only drawback of it is watching it from the train station no longer adequate. That worked great for wishes. You can get the whole spectrum of things. you got to get close for this one, guys. you got to get there early and get a good spot so you can see.
0: Like I said earlier, I felt like the B team worked on Rivers of Light. Well, the A-plus team, Imagineers, worked on Happily Ever After. They took this projection uh, technology and really adapted it to the next level on the the castle. I mean, at one time, the genie turns into a rocket ship. It takes off. My mind really was blown through that whole thing. It just... uh, it's 20 minutes of pure awesomeness. In fact, the way I kind of explain it is there is a point in the show went from good to great, and then there's another point in the show where it went from great to epic, and same thing like the first time I saw Star Wars, uh, when we saw it, there was that awkward pause for a couple seconds after the show ended, followed by this massive eruption of applause and Mm -hmm. cheers that lasted, I mean, it kept going. I mean, people were just blown away. I know you and I were, but everyone was, I mean, it could have restarted, same 20 minutes, and I bet that whole crowd would have just stayed right there and rewatched.
1: Yeah. There would only been like one grumpy guy, like, we got to get to the bus. There would have been just one dude doing that. He would have had a bus all to himself if they did that. It was great. I was, I, it was more than I expected. And I had some really lofty expectations going into it because Michelle didn't tell me about it. She had seen it. She was like, Oh, it's really good. Yeah. You're going to like it, but I'm not telling you why you're going to like it, but I'm not going to, I'm not telling you anything type of thing. And, it was really good and i can't put my finger on to what makes it so amazing but it was enjoyable i think it's enjoyable for people of all ages they incorporate a wide span of disney um characters ips everything into the show to appeal to many generations um i know there's people mad that jiminy cricket does not host it but oh, it's yeah that's rough sorry goodbye jiminy we don't need you anymore But when Michelle saw it, it was the premiere week for it, right around Memorial Day. And so the second night she saw it, yeah, she went back the second night. um, The two people that actually sing and recorded the song, Happily Ever After, for the show did a live performance on the castle stage. So not only did she get to see it two nights in a row, she also saw them sing the song live right afterwards. So if we all want to just group hate her for that, we can it's allowed it's not fair
0: I'm jealous that's that's amazing yeah. I know you texted me that and I was like what uh, yeah we did not get that lucky when we went
1: no no but we did have pretty good spot we got on a rail right on the hub we are just to the left of the partner statue if you're looking at the uh, castle um you know we got on that rail we're short so you know we gotta get a good spot so we didn't have anybody in front of us for like 20 feet. Is that little garden area, mm-hmm. and that helped. Otherwise, you're behind people holding up their phones, and I don't. You don't need to record oh, you, it because you you got a picture. You're not gonna.
0: Didn't didn't you get a picture of everyone with the their phones glowing? Oh my god! Everybody recording
1: it. People take a picture too. That's great. I took a few pictures, but if you really want to watch it, there's dudes with tripods filming it in a 4K, put yep. it on YouTube.
0: Well, you, that guy, the, that guy by us, he was there four and a half hours before the show started. He. Had his, yeah, I mean, he sat through rain to make sure he had it his had 4K. The right spot. Yep, perfect spot.
1: 4K wide-angle lens caught every explosion. Yeah, there's people taking care of you. Um, they're professionals. Let them go watch their YouTube channels. You don't need to film it with your iPad because it's not gonna come out. So it was. It's an amazing show. I think you have to see it if you're going on a Disney trip. That's tricky during party season. Um, because. Days where there's not parties, or days when there are parties, there's no happily ever after. It's hallow wishes or uh, merry wishes or Christmas wishes. Mm -hmm. So you have to watch it on a day that there is not a party. However, the park is like triple the number of people on non-parties. Same problem that we used to have in the studios um, that I was just talking about. So a hopper in the fall and – through november super important to see the nighttime entertainment so that you can enjoy the magic kingdom on a party day you go in the morning and then you leave when the party starts then another day you go to like hollywood Studios, animal kingdom particularly hop to the magic kingdom just for the evening entertainment just for happily ever after the hopper will pay for itself just to see that show with Um, not having to be in that crowd all day long waiting in lines for no reason. So there's the PSA for hoppers.
0: It's definitely a double E ticket attraction. So it is definitely one that you want to get to early. Yeah. I I can't even like, I tell people I just had a a friend of mine text me who's going and and I was like, uh, hour is not early enough. So we
1: we were hour 15 and
0: Oh, I think we we got earlier than that. We were an hour and a half.
1: I don't think it was quite hour. It was somewhere in that neighborhood, between hour yeah. fifteen, hour and a half. And we got our spot and then you went to a gift shop and I, I was, you know, standing there with my elbows wide. And like I texted you maybe five minutes later, like, I have people behind me already. Like that was how it filled yep. in. It was like this at and about I'm like
0: at about forty five minutes. Back. Uh, yeah, at about forty five minutes, I mean that whole the whole place was packed. There was, it, it yeah, just,
1: there was no leaving. And it was
0: worth it, too. I mean, I understand completely why people are getting there early. Uh, it's it's definitely a show that you do not want to miss. Uh, I get that it's hard because we've done that. We've sat with two toddlers uh, waiting 30 minutes for fireworks, and they're, you know, kind of annoying. But uh, it's one of those shows that it will be worth it in the long run.
1: Yeah, that's where you make friends with the people around yep. you. Um, I don't I, know that we really... Chatted too much that night. The people next to you were not chatty. No, people, they, they were, were kinda, not. Nope. They were encroachers. They were gonna try to run us off. Um, but, using, uh, they
0: were using their stroller as a weapon.
1: They were slow, a very slow weapon. Just
0: on my foot. Every time
1: if you move like a half inch, Derek, they were like our half inch. You but like no ki- but there was no kids sitting in the stroller. There's, there's no like, that there's, like, the whole time. It was just stroller as a weapon. Empty space put your kid in the stroller. They would have had a perfect seat to watch it. But, um, that was interesting. Uh, the thing Michelle always hates about waiting. This applies to all of it is the bathroom situation. Like Mm -hmm. you're fighting to hold your spot. Like if you would have left 45 minutes before happily ever after, I'm not sure you get back to me, Derek. Nope. So like, and with three little kids, I'm pretty
0: pretty short and I can bob and weave pretty well.
1: We would have had to stand sideways probably, but we could have accomplished it. But like, trying to take each kid to the bathroom before like after sitting there an hour and a half it's difficult so you know if you have a backpack throw it on the ground help that save your space strollers are amazing at saving space even when you don't use them as a weapon but uh getting to and from the bathroom is tricky um there was one time i think michelle really wanted to go to the bathroom before star wars but she's like yeah, it's just not going to happen. You
0: I got gotta, sure. here, Here's my, uh, I got peed on. The last time I saw Wishes, I got peed on by my son. Uh, so I missed the last two or three minutes of Wishes. So I didn't get the uh, grand scale as it was leaving. Instead, I got peed on by a three-year-old.
1: Yeah. See, not every Disney memory is magical. But uh, you'll never forget that one.
0: Nope, I, I will not. You you are correct. It was uh, yep, but I you know, I do I did enjoy wishes. It, it ran its course. People were upset, but if we can say anything for everyone that I've actually talked to, Happily Ever After definitely surpasses it. It's one of those times where Disney saw that the bar was already set really high and they're you know, we can, we can beat this. We'll use this new technology. We'll use everything that we got, every property that we have. Amazing song. And you know what? I won't give away a little spoiler, but there's a part at the end that is truly magical that gives a really nice nod to Wishes. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think that just w- once that happened, everyone was just applauding and, you know, take a bow to the Imagineers who really went above and beyond for this show.
1: Yeah, it was a good show. Also, there's dessert parties. There's oh, multiple yeah. dessert yep. parties. There's dessert parties with dessert parties. Um, this is know, one they're...
0: that, I, you know, we talked about we earlier. This one might be a good we for the next mm-hmm. time.
1: Yeah, it'd be good with kids, too, I think, yeah. Um, the other thing, they also have uh, cruises out on the Seven Seas Lagoon, which we did that for Wishes once, and it was awesome. We are like, there's no other way we ever want to watch Wishes. We had a seat. We had music. We had no one breathing on us except our own children. However, from that now, you would not see any of the projection on the castle from the lake. Um, so there's a give and a take. But the pyro for Happily Ever After is bigger and better than wishes so even if you don't see the projection because you do a cruise um or like the pirate party one of those sort of things you're still getting awesome fireworks to watch so i want to be afraid of that especially if you already seen it with the uh projections do the cruise just check out the pyro enjoy the soundtrack because the soundtrack's awesome too
0: yep i listened to it the other day on uh, on youtube once again i guess if you're not going anytime soon, there are a lot of good 4K versions yeah. on YouTube to check out. Don't yep. like you said, good PSA, don't use your own cell phone to try to record something.
1: Just watch it people. Just Enjoy. watch the show. Put it down. Take a picture too so that you can, you know, post it on Facebook to remind everybody how awesome a time you're having, but then um, watch the show. Enjoy it through your eyes not through a screen because you're there. Definitely take it in.
0: Yep. I think we've really nailed all four parts. we did. Uh, So really, in the end, you need more than four nights if you're going to want to see all the shows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You need five to six um, because there could be an inclement weather night. You never know. um, We got got lucky. We did. It rained right up until go time for Mm -hmm. a couple of them. We stood there in the rain. That was the thing for happily ever after we waited that whole time. It was still raining when we got our spot. Yeah. So if it hadn't been raining, that spot probably wouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. We would have been late. So, oof, get there early.
0: Yeah, it was, it's great. I, I highly recommend it. I do know people like to leave the parks early, you know, get the kids to bed. Some of these shows are definitely worth staying for, so make sure you check them out. And we want to hear if you have one that you like more than the others uh, or if you're one of those people that are still upset that Wishes left. Please let us know. We'll be posting pictures all week. And I have a good little uh, – the last two minutes of the Star Wars Spectacular I did record. A little bit, yeah. uh, just to send to my you know wife and a few friends who are obsessed with Star Wars. So I'll post that on Facebook this week as well, and and tag this show in it because I really do enjoy the Star Wars spectacular. Great way! It was the best way I could think of of finishing our trip.
1: Yeah, it was a good good way to end.
0: Happily ever after, amazing best show, I think you and I both agree is by far and away the best show in the parks, but mm-hmm. still have a heart for Star Wars, so yeah. either one of those is to me the best way to finish any yep. kind of Disney trip. Yeah. Don't don't, I, don't finish in the Animal Kingdom, when it comes down uh, to it.
1: No. And you know the Rivers of Light, we we held on to that fast pass just for you, Derek.
0: And we Just didn't even use it. I don't know if we really. We it. only used one of those three fast passes anyway uh, when we were at Animal we, Kingdom. We
1: used the Safari. Well, we switched Dino to Safari. Oh, you're right. You're right. It saved us like maybe five minutes. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Um, we'll, maybe. We'll, well, so at least next time we know better. And, you know, and that's what this yeah. podcast is all about is we're learning when we travel so that we can help you and your strategies when you travel.
1: Yeah, when it comes down to it, like. We're not saying don't see Rivers of Light. If you've never seen it, go ahead and see it. But if you have to choose between Rivers of Light and anything else, pick anything else I, I of that. It's it's fifth on the list of things to do. If we rank them, Derek, what are we saying? Happily Ever After,
0: Star Wars,
1: Wars Luminations, Fantasmic, yep, what comes I, next? I, I agree. Those are about They're
0: about tied. Fanta-
1: Yeah, they're tied. See what park you're going to be in. Yep. And then slot in Rivers
0: of Light. So if you're there five nights, there you go. You got it. You You got it. You got them all. Yep. But you need five nights now. Sounds good. Well, and if you're thinking about going, we highly recommend talking to Michelle McKnight. She is the sponsor of the show and our travel agent. She will help you strategically plan every night. In fact, that's what I do. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to be here, this, this, and this. And she'll be like, hey, make sure you see these this night it works out perfectly because she has got a wealth of knowledge and she has seen all the shows multiple times she'll help you know what night is the best night well for to make sure wait
1: don't lie Derek she's what? only seen rivers of light once oh good point and she's already said I will only see rivers of light once
0: but she'll help you know if you want to go to the first showing yeah. or the second showing when you yeah, get a yeah she can pass. still plan it she she can plan it for you very well. And when I said I wanted a fast pass, I know she rolled her eyes, even though it was via text message, I could feel it. So uh the I, I yeah, so there we go. We've kinda we've kinda dogged on Rivers of Light enough, I think, for the night. Yep, Who knows? So. And I'm gonna laugh because in three years watch it be spectacular, they're gonna get like Zootopia and Lion King and all that in there and yeah. we'll have to go back and redo this whole episode.
1: Yeah, they'll show us.
0: Yep. show the imagineers take, are listening right now
1: they're gonna just call up alden and samantha and be like what was that you were saying on the way to the bus yep. how are you fixing my show because they had it down they had it all figured out
0: you know what that that will all happen when they fix the yeti all those yeah. should happen at the same time
1: that's yeah, joe, joe I mean, roadie get happening. on that never happening Derek. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, if you are looking to do any of these nighttime shows, we're going to be posting pictures and some fun things on social media. So, be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and definitely let us know what you enjoy doing. What are your favorite shows? What are some of the ones you miss? A lot of people miss wishes. We talked about the original Star Wars and we didn't even go back in the way there's one even before Illuminations that a lot of people you still know. miss back in one, the early 90s.
1: One thing I think that we we didn't touch on was Nighttime Parades. Because currently there isn't a nighttime parade, right? They have Main Street Electrical mm-hmm. Spectro Magic, that sort of thing. And right now, the way I see, like Paint the Night at Disneyland was the like amazing. I saw that and it's it blew me away. Kind of like Happily Ever After. The transition from Wishes Happily Ever After Spectro to Paint the Night was just like holy cow, they can do that. I don't know if Disney World's gonna see a nighttime parade at the magic kingdom anytime soon because if we're talking about lining up for fireworks an hour and a half early and we're not even getting the best spot, when are they going to do a parade? Yeah, they
0: they're originally gonna they originally going to do it afterwards and now they don't. It they don't saves it. time and money.
1: I don't see a parade coming back for in the near future. I I never thought I'd say that. I I was like they need to get paint the night, for paint the, the, night for paint the, the night for the for the record I it.
0: love the nighttime parade. I miss it. Yeah. It was a great show that my kids loved, I love, my wife loves. It's it's fantastic, and I do miss it.
1: But logistically, no, you're right. I don't know how they run it without it just being chaos as soon as it goes past of people sprinting onto mm-hmm. the street you're right. to get their spot. Like it would be a traffic nightmare.
0: So in 10 years when Happily Ever After has kind of run its course, they'll bring the nighttime right break back. Yep.
1: And it will probably be Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> You're right.
0: That <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind. They'll throw in a couple extra floats and call it the you know part two of. It. Yep, you've nailed uh-huh. it on the dot. So. Uh, nothing ever Oof. dies at Disney and in the show. <laughs> all right. Well, thank That's you a... so much for listening. This has been our nighttime spectacular. Be sure to follow us and like us. And of course, any questions send our way. And of course we will put you in touch with Michelle McKnight. She'll help you plan all your traveling. But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. This has been rope drop radio.